Hello, hello, listeners. How are you? It has been a while. I'm so excited to be with you today. This is Lena, and on this day, we are going to be talking about some great things that's happening and just some few things that the Lord put in my heart. So, Thank you for joining me, wherever you are, whoever you are, wherever you might find yourself today. Um, just know that God loves you, and he does want to bless you. And I hope that this time that we spend together um, blesses you. So I just want to say that God is a good God. Like, he really is. He is so good to us. Um, and for some time, um, God has been kind of just talking to me and, and giving me his point of view and his perspectives on a few things that he wants to do. Um, so on this day, and we're right now, it's um, Easter, so Resurrection Sunday. Um, and I thought, wow, what a day um, to debut this. Um, so this is the last episode of Leary, the official name Leary, and the newest episode of After Him. Um, and it's a name that the Lord kind of gave me for this podcast a few weeks ago. And I've been sitting down and kind of meditating on what does After Him mean? Um, and there's so many ways that I can take a look at this and, and that this kind of um, applies. So I want to go ahead and, and share that with you, just kind of some of the goodness <laughs> of what After Him has meant um, to me, just looking at it in, in just different perspectives. Um, and one of the books that's actually like, blessed my soul, um, and I've been constantly reading, is Psalm um, 119, and as you guys know, it's actually the longest chapter in the Bible, the longest psalm in the Bible with over, this one has, oh Lord, hold on, 176 um, different verses, Um. But let's just dig into this really quick. I just want to kind of read this to you. I'm telling you, I've been I've been so incredibly blessed by by this um, Psalms. Um, in Psalms one nineteen, in the Message translation from one to eight, and it says, "You're blessed when you stay on course, walking steadily on the road revealed by God. You're blessed when you follow His directions, doing your best to find Him." That's right. You don't go off on your own. You walk straight along the road, he said. You, God, prescribe the right way to live. Now you expect us to live it. Oh, that my steps might be steady, keeping to the course you set. Then I'll never have any regrets. In comparing my life with your counsel, thank you for speaking straight from your heart. I learned the patterns of your righteous way. I'm going to do what you tell me to do. Don't ever walk off and leave me. 
my lord like this is just so great just just in the first few verses um it talks about that we're blessed when we followed his directions mm. um and that's kind of what after him is it's it's after jesus after god after the presence of the holy spirit literally in in saying that part of after is chasing him pursuing him um going after him in search of him um and on matthew 7 7 which is also one of my other favorites um and this was not scripted so i am going to look i ended up in matthew hold on i'm gonna go ahead and look this up for you guys um just so i can read it to you again this is i should grab my other bible but it's okay so 7, 7, um, Matthew 7, 7, basically the gist of it is ask, seek, and knock. Um, and it says here in the message translation, again, that's the Bible I have in front of me. It says, don't bargain with God. Be direct. Ask for what you need. This isn't a cat and mouse. Hide and seek game we're in. If your child asks for bread, do you trick him with sawdust? If he asks for fish, do you scare him with a live snake on his plate? As bad as you are, you wouldn't think of such a thing. You're at least decent to your own children. So don't you think the God who conceived you in love will be even better? So basically, God, you know, knowing that if we look for him, if we ask and seek and we knock, say, hey, God, we're going to find him. Um, so that's that's part of after him is chasing after God, looking for all three gods in, in everyday life, in our everyday interactions, in our work, with our children, with our friends, with our spouses, with the person um, in, in the grocery store, and just seeing God, like just going after him with your all, with my all. Um, and then there's another aspect of after Jesus, after I met Jesus. <laughs> so like I said, when, when God gave me that, 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 that name, I was like, okay, but what does it mean? Like for Lena, what, what does after him mean? And it's both, it's both after going after him, wholeheartedly seeking him searching for his face, searching for more of his presence, searching for more of what he has to say, but also after him, after I've met him, after I've encountered him, after I gave him my yes with my life, after that, how does life look like after that? So welcome. <laughs> welcome to After Him. Um, and I hope you guys are blessed by this whenever you're listening to it. Um, these are never scripted. <laughs> They're going to stay the same. They're never scripted. They're always just Holy Spirit inspired. And um, just what he puts in my heart. And when he tells me, hey, pick up and let's do an episode together. Hey, let's do it. Um, why not? You know what I mean? Why not? This is his time. This is what he wants to do. Um it was just a little bit, you guys know, we started leaving and it was me and, and Rhiannon. 
Um, and we're doing this when we get together, just again, just Holy Spirit inspired, never scripted. And you will never get a script for me. I will never hop on here with an agenda. I just hop on here when Lord is like, hey, listen, I got something I need you to say and I need you to say it. So I come on here um, and I hope that you're blessed by this. So um, me and we were doing this together for a while. We put out a few different episodes together, which was always such a great time, um, such an anointing, such a sweet presence of the Holy Spirit. Um, just like life happened um, during that time, and then we were like together all the time, and we just couldn't ever get an episode in. Um, and at one point in time, the Lord was like, listen, I gave you this. What are you doing with this? Um, I had a conversation with three. Um, and I was like, hey, do you mind if I continue? She was like, girl, you do you. Right now, it's not my season. Um, so I did a few episodes, um, maybe about one or two, just with the name Leary. Um, up until today, like God was like, eh. Well, a few weeks ago, like I said. And then today, God was like, hey, I need you to, to, to talk about it. I need you to change it. I need you to, to name it the name I gave you. Um, and what a good God we serve, right? Sorry. What a good God we serve that he, um, he talks to us and he, and he, he tells us what his heart's desires are. He's like, Hey, um, I think it's time to change the name. And this is what I want you to change the name to. And of course, like any daughter, you're going to ask a hundred questions. And that's exactly what I did. And I said, God, why, why after him? What, what does that mean? How does that look like? Um, and the more I asked, it was like the more he revealed, um, like I said, just chasing after him like that, that is, that is what my life is is just chasing after him, looking for him, finding him, communion with him. Lord, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> communion with him, taking time to just be in his presence and just worship him because he's so worthy. They're so worthy to be praised. Um, and also like how my life has changed after I've encountered him. I'm going to tell you guys, I had a sweet time. I took a vacation, visited a friend, and I had such a sweet time. It was such a sweet time of literally like church hopping <laughs> in this other state and just experiencing um, just God in different waves, honestly, different, completely different waves, not one place looked the same as the other, not one place delivered Jesus' presence or, or the Holy Spirit dropped. And and that's how our life is as, as his sons and daughters. He's never going to experience, like you would never experience God the way I will experience God. I will never experience God the way you experience God. And that's the beauty of God and just his creative nature you know, just who he is. And if we sit here and we think about it, like how we are all so different, like we're all so different. You might like to sleep on your side while me, I sleep on my side, my back, my stomach, whatever. I'll sleep on my head if that's a decision. Like I just sleep. Um, 
But then there's other people that can only sleep on their sides, can only sleep on their stomach, can only sleep on their back. Um, and he made us so uniquely that way. Um, there's some people who have a really short nail bed. There's other people that have a long nail bed. Um, and that's okay. You know what I mean? And that's the way he created us to be so different. So not saying that my experience with the Lord should ever be your experience or your experience should ever be my experience. Um, we all have our own road um, to to walk, our own journey with the Lord. And that relationship looks different for each and every single one of us. Um and and I want I want you guys, your listeners, and even myself as I talk to you guys, I want us to really embrace it that we are all different. You're not going to worship the way I worship. I am not going to worship the way you worship. Um, and that's just the facts about life. Um, my favorite color is yellow. That might not be you might have just frowned your face right now, and that's okay. <laughs> That is a okay because that's me. That's who God's created me to be. Um, and my journey in chasing him is gonna look different than yours. Um you might spend however hours in a prayer room. I might spend however minutes in a prayer room or hours, you know what I mean? Um I might spend all day worshiping and praising him and singing songs to him and imagining in my head having a dance with him, you know, um, while you may worship for 15 to 20 minutes. That is a-okay. You know, we're all different and he made us so different in the way that we worship him, in the way that we approach his throne, in the way that um, we go after him. But the one thing that's the same is that we all come with praise and thanksgiving. We all come with the same hallelujah, the same you're so worthy, God. Um, It might sound different, but our hearts are all the same, right? Our hearts is to worship him. Our hearts is to honor him. Our hearts is to tell him how worthy he is, how, how worthy he is of our praise of our love of our breath of our attention of us just stopping in the middle of the day and just turning to him and saying god you're so good you're so so good look at look at the skies that you made look at the stars look at how much hair i have look how little hair i have you know what i mean um look how tall i am look how short i am just just embrace what he's created um, and I hope that in this journey and in, in, in this new journey that God has me on, and as you guys um, come along with me, that you're able to see how good he is, that you're able to see how unique he's made you, that you're able to see um, how in every turn you're chasing him, you're after him, he's after you. Oh, oh yes, it's not only... Us chasing him, not only after him, not only are we after him, but he's continuously after us. Guys, like once we accept Jesus, now this is the other part. This is not the chasing part. This is that after you accept Jesus, after your relationship, after him, that after him, that after that making decision for him, 
He's continuously chasing us. The Holy Spirit is continuously with us and saying, hey, I I need you to turn slightly left this time. Don't go right. Don't go straight. You know what I mean? Turn, Turn a little bit to the left. Move over to the left lane. And that's his tender correction and his tender just um, purification of us and, and bringing us to that righteous place and saying, hey, that thought that you just had, honey, that was not good. You know what I mean? Like, that was not a great thought. Let's fix that. Um, and let me show you a different way. And let me work on you. So this is that after him portion that he does, where he does all the work, where he does all the coming and chasing and correcting and and he does all the purification and he does all all just the unveiling and revelation that he does within us. Um and I love again, let me go back to it, um, in Psalms. Sorry, this is fairly new Bible I got on my trip, so um not a hundred percent where all of the um it doesn't have tabs, so bear with me as we journey to this together. I'm sorry, guys, I'm drinking some tea because I've been like yelling and super excited on this Resurrection Sunday. So I got to, you know, clear that throat. (laughs) It says, all that my steps might be steady, keeping to the course you set, then I'll never have any regrets in comparing my life with your counsel. You know, as we go through life, um, he directs us. The Holy Spirit directs us. Um, and it's essentially, you know, if we look at the Trinity and I don't know how you grew up or where you grew up or what was the theology or I'm not a Bible scholar. <laughs> Far from it. Um, but I've. I, I do know more than I did a few years ago. I've gotten to know my Bible a little bit better. I've gotten to know my God a little bit better. Um, so it's just not the Bible, just learning who God is. You know what I mean? Um, through spending that time with him, through learning about his nature. Um, but our God is three in one. So what the Holy Spirit is coming and correcting us is something that the Father has already ordained. That just is like, hey, yo, listen. I showed you the way, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm up here praying for you. I'm interceding for you, but I've shown you the way. And the Holy Spirit comes to correct us like, hey, 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 you're out of line. Let's get you back in line. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like that friend <laughs> that's always with you, that calls you out on the good, the bad, the ugly, the unseen and the seen. And that's the Holy Spirit. And that's how I think we should definitely, um, Oh, I did this wrong. Sorry, guys. I'm multitasking. <laughs> That's how we should definitely approach him. Like, he is our best friend. He he is that best friend that's like, hey, 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 hey. Um, you're out of pocket right now. Okay? Let me let me tell you why you're out of pocket. And and listening to his counsel, because it says that he is the great counselor, right? He's the great comforter, counselor. He's the one who, when Jesus left, when Jesus resurrected, he told um, the disciples and said, hey, wait for me in the upper, well, we call it now the upper room, but wait for me in, in the upper room and I will send him. I will send the greater one. <laughs> like Jesus saying, 
Okay, you thought I was great. I'm going to send somebody greater. Oh, Lord, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm. That you would send somebody greater than even you. Like, that is just crazy to me. How Jesus being all God, almighty, I mean, just look at the things that he's done in his life. He's like, yeah, I did great things, but you know what? I'm going to send you someone greater so you can do those things. Guys, like, let's highlight some of the things of knowledge that I know about what Jesus has done in this earth while he was walking, stomping, and walking around these grounds. Homeboy turned water into wine. That was his first miracle that he ever performed. He opened the blind eyes, several blind eyes, right? A woman touched him, and she had a condition where she was bleeding repeatedly for over 12 years, just nonstop bleeding. She stopped bleeding. She was healed. <laughs> okay? Um, There's people with... um. And there was the one guy and several, several, several individuals that we hear about. One being a little girl, the other one being the man in the cave where they were possessed by demons. He cast them out. He rose Lazarus from the grave after the fourth day. The importance of the fourth day and not the third day was that back in that time, um, from what I've learned, up to three days, like, it was considered, like, and maybe he's not dead. Maybe there's a chance that he may come to life, right? But on the fourth day, it was, like, the body was decomposing. Like, it was, it was, you's dead, dead. <laughs> okay, you are dead, dead. And Jesus came, and after he wept, because he was so moved, even though he knew what he was going to do, he was so moved, he, um, he called Lazarus. He said, Lazarus, come out the tomb. And boom dead men came to life. Like, are you kidding me? He spoke a word and, 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 um, an army guys. Oh my God. I forgot. He was in a general in an army. His, um, his child became well or came alive just by his word. He didn't have to go and like lay hands on him. He didn't have to go and be like, Hey, come on. He was like, okay. I'm like, however miles away. Um, it is well. You know what I mean? Like, this is crazy. The things that Jesus did on this earth, like, insane. Insane. Sorry, guys. And then Jesus said, oh, you're going to do, you're going to do better than me. Like, what? I'm going to do who? Oh, my, my. Like, that is amazing. That is amazing that I can do better than Jesus. Yeah, she'll see my face right now. Like, are you kidding me? You know, um, and we see evidence of people doing better than Jesus. Um, so the, the Bible accounts in... Acts, the book of Acts, which is a really big book, by the way, guys. Um, should definitely read it because this talks about what we call aka 
the early church. Again, this is not my regular Bible. I just got it. So I don't know where to find it. Anyways, one day I'll get this together. And no, I don't talk like this. So this is what you get. I love you guys and I hope you love me. Um, but Peter was like walking and like his shadow is just touching people. People were getting healed. Like, wait, hold on. My, the shot, like they laid out a whole bunch of sick people on the road and just his shadow. What? A shadow. Like, you know, when the light hits your body and, and it blocks the light from going somewhere else and it makes a shadow that was hitting people and people were getting healed. Like, oh my, 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 my. And to think, we're doing better than this. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, I really do love it. And this is what you're kind of going to get from me, like, time after time, every single time we meet. Just whatever's on my heart, whatever the Lord's showing me, and just kind of going off on a rampage and bringing him back (laughs) but one thing you're always gonna get is Jesus it's Jesus it's God it's the Holy Spirit it's always about them um to give them glory to give them honor to bring new perspective on them not me not what not Lena (laughs) definitely not Lena but him and how great God is and and how he wants to transform us and not to this oh holier than thou religious person but to this like lover of his soul (laughs) that he is the lover of our soul but in turn we have to be lovers of him Lovers of who he is, of what he's done, of how great he is, of how great he wants to make himself within us. Because as I read on Matthew 7, 7, oh, if us human beings, I think we're wicked, like in one translation it says that you being wicked, we're evil if we know how to give good things how much more good things wouldn't he give us how much more wouldn't he give us being all good all perfect father and I think a lot of people um A lot of people, when they think about God, they think of, and and during service today, this was touched on, um, and I know because I used to think that way, like, we think God is, like, mad at us, and he is, like, this angry God, and he's like, I told you not to do this, and blah, 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 blah. And honestly, it's it's the complete opposite. He's like, I love you. <laughs> I love you so much that Jesus came and died on a cross for you. 
I love you so much. And it's like, we don't get that. We honestly, like, we don't understand that. We don't understand how great his love is for us. Therefore, we have this misunderstanding of God. We have this twisted concept of who he is and and what he wants to gift us, what he wants, how he wants to bless us, um, how he wants to do our life with us. Like he wants to do our life with us so we can live a better life. It just, it, sometimes it's a little overwhelming when I sit down and I think about how good he is and I think about, I think about, you know, the cross and Mm, sorry, guys. I'm trying to hold it together. Really am. Um, I think about the walk to the cross for Jesus. I remember when I was younger. Um, and and it's just like this one time in particular. I don't even think it was Easter. I think it was um, Christmas around the holidays and. I was in Virginia, so I had an aunt and uncle that lived in Virginia, and we used to spend time with them. And I remember it, like, snowing um, and being in a townhouse and watching the Jesus movie and watching. And, you know, back then, the movies weren't as graphic as now, like, with everything. Um, So I remember seeing, like, this guy, well, not this guy, but, like, this actor portraying Jesus and walking to the cross. And just how heavy that cross looked. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Um, not only how heavy the cross looked, but hearing like people insulting him, people like cheering him, not cheering him on, but saying like he deserved this and he did it. You know, like he didn't deserve anything he went through. And to think about the 39 lashes he took on his body, it wasn't like just with a whip. They're a whip with things at the end of it that like literally tore your flesh. So after taking 39 of those lashes, having a cross, that then, it was like this was a little cross. Remind you, they crucified him on it. He had to carry the same cross that he was going to die on. The same cross that they were going to nail him on. He had to drag that after being beaten. Like being beaten. Like I think of that. And I'm like, I'm not that strong. Thank you, Jesus. But I am not that strong. First and foremost, to pull a cross. Second of all, to be like, okay, 
I'm going to die for the world and everyone that's ever existed. I've done absolutely nothing wrong, but I'm going to die for everyone. That's what he did. That's what our God did for us, for me, for you, for those to come, for those who love him, for those who don't even want to acknowledge him. He still says, you don't have to acknowledge me and call me by my name right now. I'm still going to die for you. I'm still going to die for you. Like, that is a savior. That is a God who loves his people. And would do anything for them. And when God the Father sees us, he doesn't see me for Lena. He sees Jesus' blood that died for Lena. And he's like, yeah, I love that girl. <laughs> he's like, I love that girl. She's crazy, but I love that girl. <laughs> I made her so unique and so perfect. And he made you so unique and so perfect in your own way. Sorry, but what makes us so perfect is the fact that Jesus, 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 it's him. It's him today, tomorrow, every day, it's him. Um, but back to Jesus, like thinking, man, carrying that cross and then being nailed to it. Both hands, both feet, one on top of the other. Trying to breathe while all your weight is in the middle of your palms. And on your feet and on your knees and trying to hold on for dear life. And even as you're up there, the two people that are with you, one of the two people that are also crucified with you, is like just mocking you. Like, are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? Oh, guys, I'm trying not to, like, ball. I'm trying to really keep it together. So I think I'm going to end this soon and just really do go ball. <laughs> just cry for myself for a moment but God is so good to us we are undeserving of his kindness and his goodness and at least I can say that for myself I am so undeserving of his goodness um but I thank him for it I thank him that despite everything and everything I am and everything I've done and everything I'm going to do. He still loves me. He still comes after me. And he's still changing me every day. And you know what guys? Let's let's really tear down those those chains and those and those classifications of this perfect Christian. They don't exist, guys. <laughs> We're human. And by, and by nature, we're flawed. We're flawed. We might have some great things, 
but we also have some bad things. The only one on this earth that we can ever say, that I can ever fill up their mouth and say, I am perfect, his name is Jesus of Nazareth. I can't even say Jesus Christ because Christ is not his last name. Christ just means he's my Lord and Savior. That's it. But it's Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us, um, Yeshua, <laughs> um, Jesus. <laughs> it's him. It's it's he's the only perfect one that ever walked this earth. Um, we can try and 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 pray and ask the Holy Spirit to constantly, daily, less of me, us, and more of Him. And all of him, and it says in the Bible that when he comes, I should be like him. You know what I mean? Meaning, I am every single day, I am allowing the Holy Spirit to correct whatever it is that needs to be corrected within me to be more like Jesus, to be more loving, to be more patient, to be more kind, um, to be more forgiving to be more merciful, to be more gracious, to be more like Jesus. And I can only be more like Jesus by getting to know the more of Jesus and who he is and what was his nature and what does he think and what does he like and what does he doesn't like, um, what upsets him, what gets, what makes him happy, what brings him joy, what brings him sorrow. And all this, you see different examples of every single thing in the Bible. You know, you see an example of, of of him being sorrowful when when um Lazarus died. You see an example of just being angry, like a righteous anger, when they were making a mockery inside the church or inside the temple because they're you know he's Jewish. Um, Jesus is a Jew. He is from Jewish descendants, and all of his disciples and. You know, then they started preaching to the Gentiles and stuff. But he was a Jew. So, you know, inside the temple, he got upset. Um, you see him having mercy on people by healing them. You know, the women that sinned that had the, that was caught doing adultery, he showed her mercy, you know, and he was like, I don't see any reason, I don't see any of your accusers ghosts and no more. You know what I mean? Like you see all, you see the nature of who he is um, by the accounts of the acts that he did. Um, so I would just say like, if you've never got to know Jesus, give him a chance. Give God a chance um, to tear away your religion. To tear away what the world has made him to be. To tear away just what humans, what society, what people have made us think that God is. He's nothing like that. He's nothing like that. I'm sorry. It's just
it just moves my heart that sometimes we take other people's words for it. And I think I'm more crying because for a long time I was like that. I took what religion fed me. I took, oh Lord. I took what society said about God and what he wanted me to do and what he didn't want me to do and all these rules and all these things. And at the end of the day, what I've learned about him, he just wants me to love him. He just wants me to spend time with him. He just wants me to get to know who I am in him, who he's created me to be. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's It's been the best, I can tell you. I started, I, I found, I, Jesus found me. Jesus found me about 10 years ago. And I can tell you, for about six years, I played church, and I didn't really get to know him. Like, I heard of him, but I didn't get to know him. And then there was a while where, because I didn't know him, and I just, it's like, you have a friend, right? And this is your friend. So, because you guys know Re, I'm going to use Re as an example. It's like, I'm friends with Ree, which I am. Just spoke to her the other day. She's doing great, guys. Um, so, it's like me talking to Ree and Ree talking to me about her friend that I've never met, that I don't know. I, I don't know. I've never been around this person ever. So, I know of the person. So, like, I'll know their names and just little experiences that we has had with them. But I don't personally have a relationship with that person. I can't tell you, like, oh, yeah, her friend, and let's call, I don't think she has one, but let's call this friend Mary. So Mary, um, I've never known Mary. I've just been like, oh, yeah, I know Mary. And then somebody will ask me, like, oh, yeah, you know Mary? Yeah, I know Mary. I don't know Mary, y'all. <laughs> I know what Reed tells me about Mary. Mary, Mary. I can't tell you what Mary looks like, what's her birthday, what's her favorite color, what car she drives, where she lives. I can't tell you none of that. I can't tell you if she got blue eyes, brown eyes, red hair, brown hair, blonde hair, if she's taller than me. If she's, I can't, I can't tell you none of that. Why? Because I just know of Mary. And that was the way as it was with, you know, me. Back then, I knew of God. <laughs> I knew of God. I knew what I was raised as, which I, I don't remember much. Um, but then when I when I found, when God found me for the first time, you know, I, I still just kind of knew of him. Um, I didn't take time out to actually get to know him. And when I started attending Abundant Life, it was like a different level. It was like, God was like, listen, you're not 
going to know of me. You're going to know me. Um, and I've taken time to get to know him, to spend time with him, to read the Bible, to read his word, to allow him to talk to me and show me different things that I would have never seen before, that would have never heard before, that I would have never experienced before if I didn't stop and turn my attention to him. So friends, today I I challenge you to stop. Just stop and turn your attention to him. And if you don't know him, get to know him. It's just this simple as saying, and if you want to repeat after me, say, God, I want to know you in a deeper level. I want to know who you are, not know what, not only go by what people say that you are. I want to establish a relationship with you. I invite you, Lord, into my life so I can get to know you better. I ask you to get rid of all of the walls that are in your way. I give you permission to crash those walls down and come after me with your all. And if you just repeat it after me, I am so happy. I'm so happy. Um, you can reach out to me. I'm going, we have an Instagram page. Um, so it's going to change from Leary today to after him. Or, yeah, after him. Um, so look us up and comment. I'll have this episode posted on there as a new post. Um, today is April 4th. So say, hey, Lena, I prayed with you. Um, and I can't wait to see what God does and how he shows up for you and how he gives you a different perspective of who he is. And man, I am so happy for you. I am beyond ecstatic. So remember, I love you. But most of all, God loves you. He wants to bless you. And trust me, you will never be blessed like this before. So I love you guys. Have a good day. Bye.